Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, Tampa Bay sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. You are in the gymnasium this morning. Saturday, August 15th. The phone number here is 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. lot to talk about on this Saturday. Of course, we have the Lightning in the middle of a playoff run. We have the Tampa Bay Rays who have been on fire lately. Talking about some um, college football and high school sports getting underway. We'll be right back to start the show on Power 90.1. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick and mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-943-2195 800-943-2195 That's 800-943-2195 now, now, back to the show Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show On Power 90.1 Welcome back sports fans Let's start the show talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, As the playoffs got started Last time we spoke there was a round robin uh, to see what the, the top seedings were. The Lightning finished uh, second behind Philly and ahead of Washington and Boston. Series got started this past week with the Columbus Blue Jackets. What a game if you had a chance to watch it. Six hours and five overtimes as the Lightning won game one, uh, three to two. I don't know if you had a chance to watch that game, but it was really an uh, unbelievable game and I don't know how uh, tired those guys were after the game, but um, Bryn Point scored with 10-27 into the fifth overtime as the Lightning beat the, the Blue Jackets, like I said, 3-2. to two. It was the fourth longest game in Stanley Cup history. So, um, you know, after that game, they uh, rested up, came back, played on um, Thursday. Unfortunately, they were unable to take a 2-0 lead. Um, the Blue Jackets won that one 3-1 to one, to tie the series at one each. And I'll tell you what, I got to give their goalie, uh, Junas Copacello, all the credit in the world. He stopped 36 more shots, uh, and that was after stopping 85 shots two days earlier uh, in an all-time record for shots stopped in their loss against the Lightning. So after two games, it's all knotted up at one apiece. They'll be playing today. So hopefully we can go up two to one by the time the day is over. Love to hear your thoughts on if you saw the game, what you thought. Uh, I'm thinking that it makes me a little uneasy seeing how the Lightning sometimes seem to have a hard time scoring. Um, 
you know, I don't know what it is, but their defense has really come a long way this season, and they're playing well on that end of the ice. But I need to see a little bit more offensive firepower during the games. I don't know if they're playing too conservatively or if, um, you know, they're just coming against a team that, that has a really good defense. So I, I still, you know, I'm not worried about them winning the series. I, I think they're going to. I think it's going to be a six, seven game series. Um, I think whichever goaltender is harder and plays better, like usually in hockey playoffs, will win. So uh, Vasilevsky's played well. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's, he stops some great shots and, um, you know, he, he makes some some outstanding plays. He had a couple in, in game one with the overtime thriller and again a, a couple nights ago. So he's playing well. It's just a matter of you have to continually play well throughout the whole series to give you a chance, a team a chance to win. So between him and Carpacello, I think it's going to be a battle of those two guys to see who can uh, sustain and hopefully their offense can come along and score some points. We had a scare, as you know, with, with Victor Hedman. He did come back after a, um, uh, ankle injury, but he did come back and he played, I believe, almost 60, 60 minutes plus on Wednesday night. And again, he played, um, on Thursday. So, um, good to have him back. We need Stamkos back, in my opinion. He's still, uh, I guess, on a day to day basis waiting to hear when he's able to come back, if he's able to. We definitely miss his scoring ability out there and overall leadership. So as of, as the Lightning get ready to take the ice tonight, I think that they really need to come out and set the tone and, um, you know, score. Score in the first period. Get the lead. Typically teams that score first in the playoffs end up winning the game. Um, it's our, like I said, our defense has been playing well. I'm confident that Vasilevsky will have another great game in the posts. Uh, but I do want to see the offense come out with a little more enthusiasm, if you will, take some more shots, take some more chances, if you will. And, um, you know, show, show what the offense could do. I want to see Kucherov come out and score a couple goals. Um, you know, the rest of the team, Johnson's playing well, Cicerelli, um, you know, you can't blame the way the team's playing. They're all hustling right now. I don't see a lack of hustle. I see maybe a little bit of um, uh, not enough energy on the offensive end of the ice. So I, I'd like to see more shots taken, um, get people in front of the net. Uh, we had our chances in game two. Unfortunately, a lot of times when the puck was centered in front of the goal, we did not have someone there. So the strategy was good. The um, X's and O's, I think, was a good game plan. We just have to get there. Now, some of that could be, of course, said with the six-hour game 48 hours earlier. But again, the other team played the same game. So um, overall, I'm happy with the way we're playing. I still think we're going to go deep into the playoffs. I think we're going to win the East, actually. So um, we do have some work to do because Boston, they're tied 1-1 in their series as well. So, um, you know, it's going to be a, a nail-biter all the way down to the end. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. What does Cooper need to do with the Lightning? Do you want to see any changes to any of the lines? I thought all the lines played well in both games. Do you want to see some things switched up? Uh, your thoughts would be, you know, obviously always welcome. If you want to call 877-448-7901 or email sports at power901.com. 
We'll be right back to talk some more sports on the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back to the Jimmy B Sports Show, fans. For as hot as the lightning have been on the ice the last couple of weeks, the Rays have been even hotter. Actually, they're the hottest team in baseball right now, winning six straight games as of last night. Um, the only team that was Really close to them, and the winning was the uh, Orioles with with five straight games. And ironically, they're playing each other this weekend. So uh, the Rays really had a, had a great week. They uh, picked up some ground in the standings going into last night's game. They're only one game behind the New York Yankees. The Rays are twelve and eight, and the Yankees were twelve and six. So if you watch their, their bats this past week, were just uh, off the chart. Uh, they were able to go, and I was surprised at how they were able to take three out of four. I know last weekend when we talked, I said I thought that they would be able to take two out of four and, and split, hoping for maybe three. Well, they got the three, and then they went out and they you know beat the Red Sox four straight times up there in Fenway. So that was, that was pretty amazing they were able to do that. Now, you know, Boston's not the same team as they have been in the past. So, um, you know, I wouldn't get overly excited about beating up on the Red Sox this year. But uh, again, uh, 17 to 8, 9 to 5, uh, 8 to 2. So we're, we're definitely scoring some runs. And, you know, that the bats have woken up. The pitching, we need to... Uh, we need to shore up some of our pitching. We went into the Red Sox series and... You know, we had a couple issues, so it's, it's been a crazy year. But um, I do think that the way it stands right now, we need to have a good series against the Orioles. Uh, and when that happens, we have a good chance of, you know, being tied or maybe even leading the American League East by the time that the weekend's over. Uh, you know, we got some guys that are playing really, really well right now. Brandon Lowe, um, you know, he, he's coming off a, a couple awesome games. And if you look at what he's done, he's, he's already has 16 RBIs. Renfro coming off a big game. He's got 14 RBIs so far. Um, you know, Lau's batting over you know, 300. He's 309 the last time I checked. And, um, you know, we had some players we talked about last week that maybe weren't doing that well and really come along this week. Mike Zanino was one of them. Uh, it was good to see G-Man Choi out there getting some key hits in some uh, different times during the game. Yandy Diaz, you know, he's, he's, he's on base percentage of over 400. So, um, you know, right now everything is going good on the offensive side of the, the ball for the Rays. Uh, I'd like to see some of the pitching 
Uh, again, it's, it's it's early in the season, but with the shortened season, every game is magnified, like we said. So I'd like to see the pitchers go out there and have good. Snell looked really well in his last start here. And I think that as we get going throughout the season, um, the thing about this race team is that when the, the guys are there and they're looking to their left, looking to their right, they know that if they have a bad game or two bad games, you know, they're quite capable of their teammates, you know, being in there the next game for them. Um, they're not, they can't get too complacent. Again, it's not a 162-game series that, uh, season that they're playing, so changes are going to be made a little bit quicker than they might normally be made. Uh, Adamas had a great uh, great series. Sutsuko, I'm really impressed with the way uh, he's been playing, and especially coming from that league in Japan. Usually, they're not seeing a lot of pitchers with the high velocity that he's seen so far here um, this year playing in the major league level. They see a lot of uh, a lot of horizontal pitchers, you know, more breaking balls and stuff than high-speed pitchers over there. So he's really made that transition well, in my opinion, and I'm happy to see him. Kiermaier, um, you know, he makes some good plays out there. I was a little bit down on him last week. He's had a good week as well. It was really good to see Manuel Margot have a great game. He came out of a slump. Uh, and, of course, Austin Meadows, you know, nine games now that he's been able to come back and play. Um, you know, he's really coming into his own, and I think he may be the the leader on that team. I'd like to see him become a little bit more vocal. Um, again, though, the, the, everyone on that team, uh, such a great chemistry, and that starts at the top with, with Kevin Cash. He does a great job managing not just the team but the personalities on that team. And he's able to get them to um, all buy into the same concept of whatever it takes to win the game at hand. And you never know who he's going to put out there. I mean, he, he'll throw out a reliever to start the game in some situations. Or he may pinch hit in a situation where you don't expect him to. And he may even leave you in in a situation where he should maybe pull you for a pinch hitter. So you never really know what's going on in his mind. But you can't argue with um, how it's going right now. If we have another week like we just had, uh, we'll be in really good shape after the first couple of weeks here of the season. So um, any comments on that, we'd love to hear at 877-448-7901. If you look at um, the, the, the game this weekend, playing the Orioles, they're probably one of the surprises in all of baseball, the way that they've been able to uh, play so far this year. So all in all, I'm happy with the way that the Rays are playing, obviously. Want them to keep the momentum up. Uh, you can't keep on winning every game, but as long as we're in every game, that's all we can ask for. So anyway, great week for the Rays. We'll keep that going. We'll be right back to talk some more sports on Power 90.1. You are in the gymnasium. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. 
and we're good at what we do. Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Last week we had a trivia question, and the trivia question was, who was the football coach that won both a Rose Bowl as well as a Super Bowl? Uh, The answer to that question was Dick Vermeil. Um, No one had gotten that right, so uh, hopefully you have better luck with this week's trivia question. The question is going to be, what sports figure was on the cover of Sports Illustrated the most times? What sports figure was on the cover of Sports Illustrated the most times? So as we talk about some football, we have the Bucks feeling pretty good about themselves as they start knocking on the door here of the 2020 season. Um, you know, as, as you know by now, unless you're living under a rock, you know, we have Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski here. I think that if you're looking at the excitement and anticipation, I haven't seen the type of anticipation for this season to get started, as I've seen here the last couple months. Um, you know, it's a shame that all the things that are going on right now are sidetracking some of the regular preparations that would take place. It would be nice to have seen the Bucks be able to have a full training camp with at least one or two preseason games to be able to give the offense a chance to uh, get to know each other a little bit better under you know full contact. They'll be starting this week, full pads on Monday. Um, you know, if you look, I think obviously the bar is set extremely high this year for the Bucks. I, I know some. Sports writers and sportscasters picking the Bucks to actually get all the way to the Super Bowl, uh, which happens again, by the way, to be here in Tampa this year. Um, so, you know, that would be a first if a team can win the Super Bowl in its home stadium. It's never happened before. And I think the anticipation and uh, the bars, like I said, set pretty high. Uh, you know, Brady obviously is, is the, the more you read about him and learn about him, uh, he's got a great training regimen. He takes care of himself with what he eats. He's set to hydrate himself to the point where he's actually intaking a half of his body weight in ounces of water a day, sometimes up to 300 ounces of water. Uh, especially when he's practicing. So that's amazing if that's working for him. That, along with his diet that he has, has given him the longevity to stay in the league and be as successful as he's been over the years. So, um, you know, looking at the, the Bucks this year, I think that, you know, aside from Brady, don't forget we have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, um, you know, Cameron Brait there. Uh, the tight end, you know, we we also have a Sean McCoy now. We picked him up, and Kishon Vaughn is the other running back um, that was drafted. He's a rookie, and don't forget Ronald Jones. He seems to be going under the radar with all the other weapons that the Bucks have this year. So, I think he is going to be uh, a thousand yard rusher for the Bucks this year. What I'm hearing, 
He looks really great in camp so far. Uh, and of course, it's, it's, it's only the beginning stages. We haven't even gotten to a uh, full contact yet that it will be this week, like we stated. But I'm thinking that Jones is the key because if they can incorporate him into that offense to the point where you cannot key on the, the receivers, then it's going to be lights out for the defenses up against this this team on the offensive side of the ball. Not to mention you have Bruce Arians' offense, which, you know, he, he's a, many consider him a genius on the offensive side of the ball. Um, no, that's yet to be seen down here, but don't forget we had Jameis uh, instead of Tom Brady, which is going to make a difference. So when you take Brady's skill set, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if, if they had a season similar to uh, – what Peyton Manning did in his MVP season with the Broncos back in 2013, uh, you know, a couple of similarities. I think at that time Manning was I think 37 or 38 when he did it. And, you know, Brady, as you all know, at 42, 43 right now. So uh, from the offensive side of the ball, I think we're all set. The defense, Really, if you look at what happened, depends on what metric you're looking at. They didn't play all that bad. They had a really good run defense in 2019. The secondary struggled. No doubt they allowed the, I think it was the third most passing yards in the league um, last year. But, um, you know, from a run defense standpoint, it was pretty stout. I think we held the opposing offenses to a league low. Um, 1,181 yards on the ground for the season. So if you look at that, uh, being number one against the run, we improve our secondary. It's going to be really, it's really hard for some of these teams to, uh, you know, score if the Bucks can improve their secondary. Don't forget, you know, we were able to keep Jason Pierre-Paul. We were able to retain the Domagong Sue as well as Shaq Barrett. Don't forget about him, all the sacks that he had last year and, you know, when you have um, a year where you can put together Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy Bunting, and Jamel Dean, if you can get them to improve on the corner there, you know, you, the, the sky's the limit with this team. It's really exciting as far as you know, the outlook of what this team can do. So I know it's early in the season, haven't played one game yet, um, but just looking at everything on paper, it's really hard not to be excited for this team to get back on the field and to see what they can do. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on it. 877-448-7901. Do you think that um, the Bucks are going to be able to um, get to the promised land, which is actually in Tampa this year, like I said, which would be a first? Tough division, no doubt. You have Drew Brees in there. Um, so it, sh- it should be definitely interesting. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We'll be right back on the Jimmy B Sports Show to talk some more sports. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, dog-friendly, desserts, craft beer and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back. 
back and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pine Crest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land as strangers depart as friends. Hey, if your air conditioner broke right now, could you afford a $5,000 repair bill? If your water heater went out, you don't need a repair service. You need Select Home Warranty. The best way to shield your wallet from unexpected costs of repairing or replacing home appliances. When you call right now and mention the discount code radio, we'll give you two free months of service and an extra $100 savings. Call right now. 800-413-8147. 800-413-8147. That's 800-413-8147. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. You are in the gymnasium. Uh, some good news. Uh, the school district here in Hillsborough County has announced that uh, fall sports, especially the football, will be able to uh, take place as the students go back to schools. August 24th is the scheduled time. Uh, there is some talk about them not doing the first uh, four weeks, but uh, past yesterday at the Hillsborough County Board, they will be going back to classes and uh, fall sports can start as scheduled. The uh, first game, I believe, will be the 4th of September. Uh, teams have until September 18th, I believe, to opt out of the playoffs if they wish. So I, I guess there is some give and take. And, um, you know, the bottom line is, is that it does look as though high school sports will be taking place here in the area, which is always good. We're going to try to have um, some updates from some local coaches on next week's show. So that is some good news uh, for the area as far as everyone that enjoys uh, the, the high school football scene. It's just always great, some great competition down here. And I, for one, am definitely looking forward to uh, talking some high school football. The other side of the coin, unfortunately, is the college football scenario right now. Uh, it was probably one of the craziest weeks ever uh, from a college football standpoint. Uh, you had... Um, it's, it started off with some news where the season would be starting. Uh, you had the uh, Power Five conferences, which of course is the SEC, the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, and the Pac Twelve. Um, you know, but by the time as the week was going on, and uh, there were these all the presidents got together of these colleges, and they were meeting and getting reports from different doctors around the country on which direction to go, the best way to open up the campuses and be able to have the sports being played. Uh, it was really a, a scenario where you don't know what's going to happen next in college college sports right now. Like we said last week on the show, I, I really didn't think that the college football season would be able to get underway I still don't think that as we stand right now. So the latest update is that out of the five, many conferences, smaller conferences have already said they're not going to be playing this year. Fall sports are canceled. We'll try again next year, basically. The big five power conferences, if you will, the ones that we just mentioned, out of those five during this week, the Big Ten presidents, college presidents got together and voted to not 
have a fall sports this year and that they would try again in the spring. So the, the Big Ten, of course, you know, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, all those teams, um, they will not be playing. So what does that do for the rest of the, of the conferences? Well, that leaves four out of the Big Five. If you look at the remaining four Big Five conferences, Pac-12 followed this week um, and said that they would not um, playing fall sports as well. We're looking at things after the first of the year and see how things look at that point to continue on. So that left three of them, and that's where we stand right now. We still have the SEC, we have the Big 12, and we have the ACC. So, you know, your comments on do you think that it's feasible for a college football season to take place? I don't see how you can do it. I don't know how you can have campuses need to be open. You have players going. To, there is no bubble scenario in the in the college football plans or lack of plans, if you will, right now. So you're gonna you're gonna have this, the student athletes on campus going from you know the classroom to their dorm to practice. How do you, you know, how do you keep them from interacting with other people where they're susceptible, if you will, to be able to bring the uh, COVID to the to the locker room to the rest of the team? You know that someone's going to get it during the year, and then is the what protocols do they have in place? The NCAA has done a terrible job of any type of leadership with any type of precautions and uh, protocols or a game plan in place this year. So I've been saying all along, I don't see how they can even get this season up off the ground. And every week it seems as though more and more these conferences are falling by the wayside and deciding to wait. So the way it stands, like I, like I said right now, you still have the three, you have the SEC, you have the um, – Big 12 and you have the ACC still saying that they're going to um, you know, put everything in place and, and still start playing. So as much as I want to see college football, I, I want to see it um, you know, played where, it, number one, it's got to be safe, of, of course, if to be able to play at all, you want that. Number two, I don't know how you can have only a few conferences play and still play for a championship or whatever it may be. Although if you look at for the last five years, you do have the SEC and the ACC um, being the champion of college football. So um, that would make sense in that point if you want to argue that. But you do have some very good other teams throughout the country that will not be participating this year. So as good as it is to see the high school football going to start up, um, supposedly, it's not as good to me, in my opinion, on the college football scene. And, and I'll, I'll say this. You have these medical professionals, and they contradict each other every day. I'm to the point where I don't want to hear any of them because one of them will say, oh, you know what? It's really a dire situation right now. They, they compare it to the Titanic and they're waiting for the, the band to start playing the music as the ship's going down. Then you have someone else you know, from a different branch, uh, a physician coming out and saying, uh, you know, based on the information and the data that we have right now, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't be able to play. 
So you kind of stand there with your mouth open, not knowing know what to believe or what to listen to or anything else. So I think you're best off not listening to any of them for a while. You know, hit the pause button on that and, uh, you know, just look and see what's right in front of your eyes as you live your daily lives. So as far as the football season goes, pros up and running, um, see what happens as they start full contact on Monday. High school going to be up and running. That's the plans for our college. It seems to be unraveling each each and every day in a different way. So I, I don't have much faith in, in that part of it. Um, again, I would love to hear. I know SCC is so big down here and the ACC. And, um, you know, you got to remember these players, will, will top players be playing if the rest of the country isn't playing? Why would they risk, um, you know, playing for something if there's no championship or anything else if they have a professional career that they're looking to um, get going with. So sports fans, in wrapping up the show, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show. It was my pleasure to be in the gymnasium with you today. As we get ready for a good weekend of sports, let's keep our fingers crossed that the um, Lightning can get a victory, that the Rays stay on the roll that they're in. Uh, College football finds a way to uh, get things right and that everyone is able to, uh, you know, stay safe. So stay safe, stay vigilant. Above all, stay positive. We'll talk to you next week on the GBB Sports Show. Have a great weekend and thanks for listening. 